Welcome back to our training series, Success is on its way to you. This is episode three, Marketing and Prospecting for Leads. In our last episode, we learned about the different types of leads that help to grow your business. And today we're going to learn how best to market to those leads and prospect for those leads. So just as a recap, the lead categories that we're going to focus on are one, sphere of influence or SOI leads, two, organic leads, three, PPC or paid leads, and four, brand awareness leads. So starting with SOI, SOI is made up of our friends, family, and our best past clients. These are the people who we know will refer us to their friends, their coworkers, their family members, etc. But don't make the mistake in thinking that because they know you so well and that they've worked with you before, that they don't need your attention. Quite the contrary, your SOI needs more of your time and attention than any other type of lead. And because these people are your best referral sources, you want to make sure that the connections that you make with them are personalized and meaningful. With your SOI, think of contacting them less as prospecting and more, um, more as connecting. That way, you'll be sure not to get too generic with your outreach. I follow what I call the 5-2-1 rule with my SOI. So let me explain what that is. So I choose five people from my database to either text, email, call, or direct message on two days of every week. I choose five people on Tuesday, and then I choose five different people on Thursday. So basically, I'm reaching out to 10 people from my SOI database every single week. And then one time a month, I send something of value to my entire SOI database. Something of value simply refers to something informative or something that will provide a benefit to my SOI. I'll send either an e-newsletter with household tips um, or coupons to area businesses. Some people send recipe cards or links to local events coming up in the next month. Basically, whatever it is that you're sending them is something that you want them to feel is worth taking time to open, taking time to look at. So five to one, five personal reaches two days a week, and one monthly mass reach to your SOI. Also, it's important to note that your SOI database is ultimately where you'd like all of your favorite clients and people to end up. So make sure you're really, you know, babying that database, adding people as you meet them, adding people, um, or, you know, as you've finished working with them, especially if it was a fantastic experience and also sometimes deleting people that um, you no longer want to connect to in that way. Okay, so let's talk about number two, organic leads. Organic leads are people who you meet through socializing and face-to-face -face networking. These people typically start out as strangers or maybe acquaintances, um, and through consistent communication, they can become business leads. 
I try to dedicate at least three hours a week involved in a social setting that will allow me to make organic lead connections. For instance, I personally practice yoga at a local studio at least two days a week, and currently I'm enrolled in a theater class that meets one night a week. I do these things because I love them. And of course, since I make friends with other like-minded people, my prospecting doesn't actually feel like prospecting. It feels like fun. And all the people I can honestly say that I have done business with, that I have met in one of my classes or groups, I can say every single one of those transactions has been very fun and very rewarding. And how great is it when work doesn't have to feel like work? So saying that, I want to talk about what sometimes happens. Um, so I've known agents who have thought, oh, I'm going to join the such and such group, you know, the yacht club, because I can meet all the right people who are going to buy a million dollar houses. So let me just provide a word of warning. <laughs> You know, if that's not your thing, then number one, it's going to take the fun out of the practice for you and out of the experience for you. And it's also probably going to read to the other members of that group, you know, hey, this guy doesn't actually sail or know anything about boats. So why is he in the yacht club? So I think that doing that because you're thinking of what kind of business you can get from it can actually backfire on you and have an adverse effect on your business. You don't want to have to go to something every week and maintain a false enjoyment for that thing. So my advice is that you pick what you like to do, what you want to do, what you look forward to doing, and don't worry about what business is going to come from it. You know, you're going to make friends and business will come from, from it organically. So hence the name, Organic Leads. Okay, and then I want you to also kind of keep in your mind that SOI and organic leads, they're the best kind of leads, and they're also the best referral sources. And because of that reason, they're going to take up most of your personal time. So it's really, really important for your time management to put the time you're going to dedicate to marketing and prospecting to them on your weekly calendar. Make an appointment of it, because if you don't make an appointment of it, you are invariably going to get very busy out in the field, and you're going to forget about them. And a couple of days is going to lead to a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and before you know it, you've got more downtime in your business, and you're asking yourself why you're you know, best friend at painting class bought a house with someone else besides you. So it's really important to focus on on these people because they they will be your best referral source, but they have to know that you that you also want them to refer you and that you appreciate their referrals. Okay, so let's talk about PPC leads, 
So some of these PPC leads are truly pay per click, but I just as for simplicity, I lump all paid leads into this category. Prospecting for PPC leads requires more money than it actually does of your time. And you can go about it in a couple different ways. You can choose real estate based lead generation sites like Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com. Um, these are sites that agents subscribe to. Um, you know, they have different terminology for their agents, but typically they'll call them like premier agents or, you know, something to, to that effect. And you are going to pay them a subscription price in order to show up on their search pages. And sometimes you're going to show up with other agents and sometimes you're going to show up just all by yourself. Um, and, and really, it just depends on your budget and what plan you've signed up for. But the hope is that their site users are going to click on your contact information to either make an appointment or to find out more information about a property. So all of these sites have different types of plans and different costs for those. But typically they will guarantee a certain number of monthly leads. What they cannot guarantee, unfortunately, is the quality of those leads. And they cannot guarantee whether those leads are not, you know, already have an agent that they're loyal to. So sometimes you'll get a, a lead from one of these sites and they're kind of confused because they thought they were contacting Zillow. You know, they thought they, they clicked on a button that said, find out more information about this property. And they were expecting an immediate answer. But what they got instead is a phone call from an agent who's not actually the listing agent of that property, who is more interested in booking an appointment to show them the property or to show them any property. And sometimes they already have an agent. And, you know, sometimes they've already been contacted by multiple agents because they were unaware that when, when they were searching for homes and they were clicking on get more info, get more info, get more info, what they were really getting were different agents. <laughs> So if they clicked on five houses, they may get five calls in a matter of minutes. So you may get them on the phone if they answer it, and they might be very exasperated and very annoyed at that point. And they can be kind of hard to win over. So because these sites are well known and they are very well advertised out on commercials and print ads and, I mean, you know, the, the public knows these the names of these sites. And so because of that reason, it isn't a bad idea to have your contact information in, you know, one of these sites. But I just, you know, how much you spend is going to determine how much, how many leads you get. And I caution you to be too quick to rush out and meet someone only because we have actually had at least... Oh, I don't know. Everybody on our team has at one point or another gone to meet a lead and 
let them in the property and only to find that that person shows up with their real estate agent who they've already been working with. And of course, everybody's confused because, you know, maybe we aren't the listing agent on that property. And if, and if we are the listing agent on that property, they could have just gone with their own agent, you know? So always ask, are you working with someone already? And if they say, yeah, then say, great. Then, um, you know, if you're not the listing agent, you say, hey, let me give you the the number to the listing agent and your agent can call them directly to schedule your appointment. And if you are the listing agent, then you just say, well, have have your agent give me a call and I'll be happy to schedule your appointment. So there's no need to get upset about it just because they don't know. You know, they just they truly have no idea, you know, how this whole thing works on the back end of things. Okay, and then the other type of paid lead is going to be um, PPC, you know, doing doing social media ads or Google AdWord ads that, um, you know, are going to charge you every time somebody clicks through. Now, if done well, these types of ads can bring in higher quality leads and you can set a reasonable budget you can design your own ad so that it's you know your brand your colors what you know your consistent message and you can specify a targeted audience to direct your ads to and you can set a time frame for the ads to run so for this reason i prefer these types of paid ads and i dedicate at least three hours a week minimum to setting up targeted social media and Google ads. And I run each ad for seven days. Now, that being said, even though I might say spend three hours on Friday morning doing these ads, I set them up to run every day. And that's, that's, kind of a cool thing that you can do with social media sites is you can create your ads and you can tell it when to start running them. So you you don't have to actually sit there every single day and make them. Any leads that are generated from these kind of ads are going to be directed right back to you, right back to your social media page or your website. And the other thing is, is you can track the analytics on each of these ads to see which ones fared better than others so that you can repeat that same, you know, uh, success in the future with other types of ads. Once you receive a lead from these kind of ads or even from Zillow or Realtor.com, any kind of you know, internet lead that comes in, you want to be sure to follow up in a timely manner. You want to follow up in less than 15 minutes if you can. And if you have a, um, if you have certain tech tools like we have at House Hunters, you can set automatic response text to go out to these leads just in case you're in the field and you can't physically do it yourself. But whether you physically do it yourself or whether you auto respond to them, you want to follow up again with that lead within a few hours. Okay. Um, also, let me just say that be prepared to have to nurture 
these kind of leads. Every now and then, yes, you're going to get lucky and someone's going to just be like, hey, I saw this house and I really want you to show it to me. And nope, I don't have another agent and I'm willing to work with you and meet me there. Okay, so that's that's always nice when that happens, but that is not the norm. Normally, when you get a, a lead that has come through because they're interested in a an ad, you know, they're just kind of a warm lead, maybe even a cool lead. We talked about that in our last training episode. So you're going to have to not only follow up with them, but you're going to have to nurture them. And we're going to go over nurturing and follow up methods in our next training episode. So be sure to tune into that. And we'll talk about the best way to do that and um, to get to to get the best response. Okay, and last, we're going to talk about brand awareness leads. So brand awareness, these are more indirect types of advertising your brand. And you're going to be advertising in a very consistent way across a consistent audience in order to be the agent that people remember when someone asks, hey, do you know of an agent in town? If they've seen your brand consistently, then you very well might be the one they say, I don't know, but you might want to call blah, blah, blah. And that's brand awareness. So this type of marketing includes direct mailers and includes benches, billboards, sponsorships, print ads. And in order to drive brand awareness, you know, you really do have to have a very consistent look and a very consistent message. And you need to put that message in front of your lead prospects at least 24 times a year minimum. And keep in mind, you know, these are people that you probably don't know. And if they are people you know, then really seeing your branded ads out there is just further reinforcement of your brand. But most of the time with brand awareness leads, you just got no idea, you know, who who you're advertising to or as far you might have a demographical idea of who you're advertising to, but you don't know anything about them. So you can do brand awareness in a passive way. For instance, you can, you know, purchase a sponsorship banner and hang it up, have it hung on the goalpost at your local high school football field. Or you can be more active in your approach, such as direct mailing just sold postcards to a certain neighborhood or getting a like a demographic list. There's plenty of companies out there that you can purchase mailing lists from and you can kind of tell them based on location or even based on things like annual income and college education, you can get these lists and you can just start advertising to the same people over and over again. And you can send things like recipe cards or household tip postcards or marketing reports. Usually those lists are just going to be an address. So, and not an email address, but an address address. And so whatever you do is going to have to be done via, you know, snail mail. The best way to go about brand awareness campaigns is to just set them up in advance. There are many, many postcard mailing companies out there. 
um, that you can provide a list to and then they will do the mailing for you as much as you tell them to bi-weekly or monthly and you're going or even weekly but you you just want to make sure that you're targeting the same audience every time and obviously the size of your budget is going to determine the size of your audience and how you go about reaching out to them okay so those are some ideas for how to market to the different lead types but I want to tell you the key to successful lead generation is frequency and consistency lead generation needs your daily yes daily attention whether you're reaching out to your SOI whether you're setting up a PPC ad campaign to go out or whether you're following up with new leads or calling up people in your database or going to a class all of these things are marketing and prospecting and you need to be doing at least something every day so I would suggest that you put your time on your calendar plan it around your field work plan it around your other meetings but whatever you do don't go a day without doing something for your marketing and prospecting this is the number one way to keep your business growing and going especially in times when the market has a downturn all right that being said thanks for tuning in and catch me next time on uh, nurturing and follow-up. And if you have any questions about something that you've tried or something that you're thinking about trying, feel free to either contact me back through the, there, I'm sure there's a link at the bottom of the podcast where you can message me, or you can find me on househunterstampabay.com. I'm Tracy, and thanks for tuning in. And just remember, success is on its way to you. Have a great day.